Welcome to Chennai. This is Meenakshi and I'm here to take you around the city. Our journey today starts with Central Railway Station. Every traveler who's come to Chennai would have found themselves in Central at least once. The familiar voice of the announcement over the speakers, the crowds pushing past you to get to their respective trains, the smell of grease, the screech of the trains against the rails as they push into the station, the smell of the coffee, that's more water than coffee really. Each one common to all train stations, but somehow it's different here. Don't be quick to dismiss this as just another railway station. Walk out and gaze at the facade, the clock tower beckoning you in with its domineering red brick structure. Beside it is the Chennai Suburban Railway Station. What used to be a part of a major shopping complex was converted into the suburban station. Ravi Kumar Nair, an architect who has worked for the past 40 years in the field, is in conversation with me today. and he talks about a landmark case of heritage activism to prevent the moor market's demolition this was from uh, i think must have been in the early 1980s or 1982 83 the railways wanted to acquire that land to expand central station and the booking offices and all that which was met with a lot of resistance then one fine day it burned down under very mysterious circumstances here in this thick walled uh, structure one corner or somewhere a fire starts i'm sure within half an hour it could have been put out and the rest of the building salvaged and uh, what they did a big consolation like what they did was you know the car park in uh, for the central station now there in the middle of that they had made a replica of this building and it was kept there under a tree or something like that and people used to come and admire even that has been neglected a part of the moor complex still exists today take a walk with me pardon the chaos and the confusion this is just another normal day here with one of asia's biggest metro scheduled to come here the construction work has eroded what used to be a slightly less confusing exit to the moor market where we find ourselves today we find old goods Second-hand books, even stolen electronics here. Some oily samosas from the North Indian stores here are worth a try if hygiene is not your best friend. It was actually opened in 1900. It was always meant for a good marketplace. As I said, it's a huge thing. No, like inside there is a. I think there must have been close to 400 shops in it, all on one floor, and inside was a central. big square probably a garden kind of thing with trees and all that and there was an outer ring of shops on a and a veranda around it which was open to the outside walk into the complex and you will find a part of the original structure that existed 50 years ago there are more bookshops fish aquarium shops and one of two shops that still sell gramophone records in the city <laughs> Thank you.
market is one sad part of Madras's history. I'm calling it Madras because that's what it was then. Let's exit the Moor complex and walk to our next destination. The impressive white building with a similar clock tower that lies to your left is the Ribbon Building. In 2012, the building was renovated to preserve the original features. Winding wooden stairs and high ceilings welcome you, bringing a gentle breeze and a coolness to the place, figuratively and literally. This fine example of the Indo-Saracenic architecture houses one of the most royal interiors ever seen. The Indo-Saracenic architecture was used by British architects in public and government buildings in the British Raj. It takes inspiration from Indian, Islamic and Mughal architecture. Our next stop lies in stark contrast to the first two. The red building that looks like one blow of a hand will make the ceiling cave in is the Victoria Public Hall. This is where the first ever cinema show in Madras was staged. Ravi Kumar Nair says to me, There is a Victoria Public Hall next to the central station. That's this university senate house. These are two of my top favorite buildings. Here. Why so? Like what makes it so? It is the uh, well, the way it is constructed, the uh, the detailing, the the material, it's brick and it's of stone and things like that. Like I always say, I mean that is the best form of poetry I've seen in with construction materials. The Victoria Public Hall, a heritage red brick structure, awaits a revamp to bring it to its former glory. The renovation work which was done in 2012 was undone by the Metro Rail construction. The construction work damaged the structure and now it lies in want. When you are digging a tunnel under the earth and it's not a small tunnel, it's a huge thing. There's a lot of uh, vibrations that go on. and when there are buildings closer by it can the vibrations can affect the structure even though this is very very uh, much deep down that they are digging why don't we now take an auto ride along this road and ride it straight to the marina beach We now travel to one of the most spectacular of Indo-Saracenic buildings, the Senate House. The 147-year-old Senate House is in the University of Madras. Its great halls of immense height and stained glass windows, the peeling red walls, give one a sense of being lost in a different time, in a different world. The Senate House is truly one of its kind and in many ways a first of its kind. The building was a pioneer to the Indo-Saracenic architecture constructed by architect Robert Fellows Chisholm. The domes, the minarets, and the arcades you see are features of the Byzantine and European architecture. To understand more about the Indo-Saracenic architecture, we have with us today senior architect Jerry Meshak, who works at Dwellian Architecture, an award-winning architectural firm based in Chennai. The key characteristics of any Indo-Saracenic style of architecture is nothing but if you can see the building, there will be Ionian, the bulbous type domes on top of it. No, mm. you can see overhanging eaves, 
those days they have been constructed with the load bearing structure so these structures these these buttresses only will have a support of the building no the wall or wall thickness will be more than 1 feet 1 and a half feet so if you are going to go for three floors you need to have it's a lot of lot of things supported with a lot of pointed arches vaulted roofs and domes around there you can see a lot of pinnacles there and you can see a lot of miniature domes uh there will be a lot of towers minarets to emphasize the elevation designs no mm-hmm. there will be a lot of open pavilions also next up a 5 minute walk away from the senate house we find ourselves in the chepok palace the first indo-saracenic architecture is said to be the chepok palace completed in 1768 you cannot miss this grand red building on rajaji salai spread over a sprawling 117 acres The building's intricate carvings and wide arches are sure to catch your eye. One of the two blocks, the Kalas Mahal, houses the South Zonal Office of the National Green Tribunal. Chennai has a spectacular history that is hidden in these gems and many more like these across the city. The ASI is one of the main organizations which work with exploration, conservation and preservation of monuments. We are now joined by Dr. Tirumurthy. He served in the Archaeological Survey of India, the ASI, for 27 years and now works in the Department of Archaeology in the University of Madras. ASI principle that is what very very important that is to change of color core texture. So this principle I mean we are following in all the monuments whether it is religious or secular monuments no addition no alterations. Ah this is very very important to maintain the to preserve its originality. Otherwise, almost all the temples, fifty thousand temples, and other sharans, most lost their originality. With architecture becoming more digitized and automation replacing style and uniqueness, these buildings are perhaps stuck in a different time, maybe even a better time. Join me for another podcast next week as we explore a different part of the city. For now, let's relax. sit on the shores of the marina grab a cup of filter coffee sit with your legs stretched out and let the waves play with your feet enjoy the air and thank you for joining me today mm-hmm.